from her magazine. We believe she's starting Alzheimer's, Mother mouthed confidently to Angus. Don't mind anything she says. Grand gave a disgusted sniff, still not looking up. She was wearing one of the bright silk caftans she had brought home from India, and her vermeil hair was piled on top of her small, elegant head. I thought she looked beautiful. Well, she certainly knows her Yates, Angus grinned. I spell it that way too, Mrs. Wentworth, with an A before the E. Nobody uses it like that but my mother. But there it is. Will you come dance with me in Ireland? I have no idea what either of you is talking about, my mother said dismissively. Thayer, go get us some iced tea. The sweet, in the pitcher. There's mint in the fridge. I got up, but before I left the porch, I saw my grandmother lift her head and give Angus her dazzling, full smile. She had been a great beauty. Everybody said so. When she smiled like that, she still was. I will dance with you anywhere, Mr. O'Neill, she said. And from that moment on, she loved him almost as much as I did, until the day she died. Angus looked over at me now, half smiling in the dimness. Do you hear that? I said. Yep. What on earth do you think it is? The children of Hlir, he said, stretching luxuriously. Grieving for the human children they were before the Dagda turned them into swans. I don't want to hear any more of your damned Irish bog fairy tales, I said. Really, what do you think that is? We listened for a moment. The singing children were coming closer. Their song was a real shout now. Its familiarity tickled my tongue. Kids, having a good time? They're obviously going somewhere in a car or something, the way they're moving closer. Another moment passed, and then I said, I know what it is. It's the Cannibal King. It's a great kid's song. We used to sing it endlessly on the bus to camp and coming home. Just then we heard the shush of air brakes and the grinding of big gears changing. It is a bus, I said. Where on earth are those kids going this early in the morning on a bus? There aren't that many kids around here. Isn't there a camp or something that all those assholes in Happy Hollow whomped up for their little darlings? Angus said peevishly. God knows there are enough toddling scions and scionesses over there. Our street, Bell's Ferry Road, ran through the hilly river forest surrounding the Chattahoochee River, just to the west of Atlanta. Many of the big old houses had been summer places for well-to-do Atlantans for decades. Ours was one of those, and the newer ones were gracefully and conservatively built to blend in. It was a cool ribbon of a street, winding its way down to the bridge that spanned the river. On the other side of the bridge, there was a gated community of houses so jaw-droppingly expensive and baroquely designed that first-time visitors were often stricken to silence, the few who were invited into the enclave. It was called Riverwood, and it gleamed, as my grandfather used to say, like new money on a bear's behind, and was as impenetrable as Gibraltar. It was a mark of distinction among many people we knew not to know anyone who lived there.
To get anywhere near the city or the freeway, the River Woodies had to drive back east up Bell's Ferry Road toward town, and it was all I could do to stop Angus from throwing rocks or squirrel turds at their jaguars and land rovers and chauffeured limos. I don't know why Riverwood and its denizens riled him so. Angus had no temper to speak of, and had never seemed to care who lived where. But Riverwood maddened him. I think it does have a camp, I said now. Up in North Georgia near Burnt Mountain, maybe. It's private. Only their kids can go. This would be the time of year for it to start. And that was a bus. And that song, he grinned again. The Cannibal King? Yes. I don't think there's a southern kid alive who doesn't know it. Sing it. Oh, Angus, sing it there. I'll perish if I can't hear it.